are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans in NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with you all on this Wednesday, and oh boy, what what a night of action in the NBA last night, and I'm not even talking about the games. This is kind of why we love the league. All of the drama, we are going to touch on some of it in today's show. We're going to lead off with the James Harden news. I'll read you the quote if you haven't heard it in his presser after last night's big loss to the Los Angeles Lakers. Final score looks much closer than it actually was. The NBA has new COVID protocols after everything we were talking about yesterday in the wake of the Pelicans and Mavs game being postponed, and then George Hill comes out and says something crazy about that. Former former Pelican, kind of. And then, oh yeah, the Pelicans actually play tonight. I guess this, this is why we love the association. So let's dive into it all in today's edition of Locked On Pelicans. But before we get to all of the drama in the league last night, today's episode is brought to you by CBDMD. January is important for setting the tone for the new year, and in 2021, that has never been more true. And our good friends over at CBDMD, CBDMD.com, are here to, here to give you the support you need to conquer your New Year's resolutions and make this year your best one yet. And if those resolutions happen to involve fitness, they've got a brand new topical product that'll help keep you moving all year long. CBD Relief with Lidocaine Fuchsia, CBDMD's hybrid broad spectrum. Spectrum formula with fast-acting lidocaine to help provide temporary relief for minor aches and pains. And to make it even easier to get your year started off right, they're offering all of our listeners 20% off your next order when you use the promo code NBA at checkout. I use them, by the way, for uh, animal CBD. My dog has high anxiety. This is a great way to help her just calm down a little bit, make life easier for my best friend. Once again, that's CBDMD.com promo code NBA for 20% off your purchase of superior CBD products from CBDMD. So after the Rockets blowout loss to the Lakers last night, John uh, John Wall, James Harden dropped an absolute bombshell. We know he's wanted out, but frankly, there's years left on his deal. The Rockets were in no rush to trade him. And while the situation was toxic with him going to Vegas, partying, going into COVID protocols, looking at least out of shape for this Rockets team and them getting off to a bad start, you know, maybe it was salvageable or they don't need to actually trade him right now. There's no ticking clock or anything like that. And then he goes and does something like this after the game he says quote we're just not good enough the situation is crazy and i don't think it can be fixed so yeah i love this city i've done everything i can for them the situation is crazy and i don't think it can be fixed so yeah thanks and then he gets up and leaves this is over this is like the moment where maybe people thought they could convince anthony davis to stay here in new orleans but he had um you know there's the that's all folks thing and so that's definitely not going to happen over the offseason now all of that stuff This was the moment that probably broke everything wide open. At a certain point, keeping a superstar becomes untenable, and it might have just hit that point. You even had John Wall kind of subtweeting him in some weird way because it was in a press conference after talking about how when one guy, when you have guys who don't want to buy in, it becomes really tough to try and do anything or to try and fix anything. And that's what's happening here in Houston right now. I've learned as Pelicans fans, you've learned you can't, make this work. And this is where you have to end up trading him. And you ideally need to do it as soon as possible. The problem is 
twofold. One, he's not, they're going to want a lot for him. And there's not many teams that can offer that sort of thing. And two, even if they could offer it to him, they probably don't want to offer it to Houston right now because of the stuff that he's doing. These comments actively damage his trade value and make it tougher for him to get out of there. I never understood this kind of behavior from superstar players or players wanting out. There's a way to go about this and there's a way that just doesn't help your cause. And I can't imagine that this type of move is going to get James Harden out of there any sooner. But you know what? This takes a division rival down and the Pelicans who are struggling and haven't looked particularly good. This probably is going to remove Houston, who, by the way, is three and five from playoff contention or pretty far from it. Maybe they still get in because you do have John Wall who's playing okay and pretty good basketball. But overall, like that team's doomed without James Harden. And it just doesn't seem like he's going to go out there and really try. Like you'll still see games from him when he goes off. But I can't imagine that's going to be a regular thing. I can't imagine it's going to be seeing him try uh, very much of these past couple games. And if you look at him over the past handful of games, he's just straight up given up. He had a rough shooting night in tonight's game, last night's game. He hasn't gone to the free throw line much over the past three, just 14 times. He's clearly not trying. And I don't know if they can, you can live with him wanting out and playing hard, right? Can you... Live with it if he's just mailing in performances. And I don't think you can. And here's the thing. He's going to get away with this. This is only going to hurt the fans of the Houston Rockets. Just like what Anthony Davis, when he wanted out, it only actively hurt Pelicans fans. It didn't ultimately hurt the organization or anything like that. You're going to get a good return for that player. You'll probably be bad. I don't remember their draft pick status right now. But you end up with a good draft pick because of all of this stuff. But it's the fans who get burned on this sort of thing. And so I hate seeing these situations. Look, I gotta like that it's Houston, right? They're a division rival. Screw them. Who cares? You don't like it for the Houston fans, or at least I don't from my perspective. So this just sucks all around. And yeah, fun drama though. I'll, I'll give you that because, oh my God, those comments after were just mind-blowing after he sucked in that game and he's like but screw this i i tried as hard as i could this situation is broken it's broken because he made it broken and that's why fans get hurt in this sort of thing but it's kind of the the league right like this league that's kind of what this is and yeah wow so before we get to the covid stuff today's episode is also brought to you by betonline.ag ready for the nfl playoffs what about the rest of the nba regular season because oh man it's going to be really really fun and if you want to get in on the action there's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust that's betonline.ag sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on for a 50 percent welcome bonus it's like you've already won a bet they're giving you free money just for signing up they're gonna have the nfl playoff game of the week all of the prop bets you could want in the NBA. And oh yeah, every single line out there. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action and make these games a little bit more interesting to watch. And don't forget, use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. So 2020 is mercifully over. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. And if you're betting this year and you want those wins, listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They're picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get your podcasts. So the NBA is putting in new COVID protocols after a rash of uh, game postponements that likely threatened at some point the viability of having the league 
move forward outside of the bubble. And we explained why yesterday they can't put him back in the bubble. It's just too long. It doesn't work. Maybe you can do regional bubbles, something like that. But frankly, it's not going to work to quarantine these guys and to keep them in a bubble environment for six more months. Plus, it's just not feasible and it won't work. And so the NBA is doing what they can to try and make this work, which isn't easy. And so they've decided to, at least for two weeks, tighten up their COVID restrictions. You're going to see less touching of players out there on the court. No more dapping each other up before games. No more, you know, hitting hands in between free throws, all of that stuff, which frankly is like putting lipstick on a pig, in my opinion. Yes, you know, they're following the CDC guidelines for contact tracing. If you've been around someone for 15 minutes or more within a 24-hour period of them testing positive, then you kind of need to quarantine yourself. If you were there for 10 minutes around someone, you might be safe and you don't need to quarantine. These are kind of what they're going by. These guys out there on the court are not around each other for 15 minutes. So if a player tests positive and you played against them the night before, you know, you're, you're not meeting that 15 minute threshold, meaning you don't need to contact trace and remove yourself and go into quarantine and abide by all the protocols, which seems kind of stupid, right? Because if you and I are in a room together and we're four feet apart and I test positive for COVID, I haven't, um, and you know, we were around each other for 15 minutes, you're supposed to go and do this or for 10, you don't. Here's the thing. If you, if I tested positive for COVID and you were right next to me and I gave you a hug the night before, if you and I maybe gotten in an argument and we're yelling at each other with our faces really close, are you not going to go get a COVID test? Are you not going to be concerned? No, you're, you're going to go get a COVID test because I was yelling at you. There's spittle flying. I'm breathing heavily on you or I touched you and we embraced and we hugged because we're such good friends. That's what they're doing in the NBA, right? They're sweating it up, getting right next to each other, yelling at each other, breathing heavily in through their nose, out through their mouths, all of that sort of stuff. And there's bodily fluids, whatever those bodily fluids are, flying everywhere. They should all be getting tested if someone tests positive like that. They're not wearing masks. The rate of transmission is significantly higher than even if they were around those guys for 15 minutes, but six feet apart or or four feet apart. This seems really dumb. And so I don't think this is really going to do a whole lot, but it makes the optics look a little bit better. The area that will matter is on the road. These players were allowed to have people that are not affiliated with the team, Instagram models, and have them come back to their rooms and hang out with them. Hang out, right? And those people weren't getting tested. If you want to know probably where the rash of COVID positives in the NBA came from, it's that. Now they're eliminating that. That's a smart move. They're now saying on the road, you can't go to an approved restaurant. You can't go to a restaurant. You're stuck in your hotel room for the next two weeks. So this is smart, right? It should cut down on some of this stuff. I don't know if it's going to really be feasible and if you might see players revolt from this. If you were a Pelicans player and you're about to be on the road for like eight or nine days now on a six-game road trip... You gonna be cool being at, you know just stuck in your hotel room the whole time. Josh Hart is he's got his PlayStation Five with him, but some of these players do want to go out. They do want to socialize. They want to go have dinner and not just eat a hotel you know meal room service. And for NBA players who are often very careful about what they put in their bodies, maybe that's actually not the best thing for them. George Hill, formerly kind of of the New Orleans Pelicans in some capacity, said of the NBA's COVID-19 new protocols, I'm a grown man, so I'm going to do what I want to do. If I want to go see my family, I'm going to go see my family. They can't tell me what I'm going to do. If it's that serious, maybe we shouldn't be playing. There's some restrictions on what the teams can do in their own markets. Yeah, he's kind of right. 
All of this stuff, if these are the steps that the league is kind of taking right now, you probably need to postpone the season. Or at least, you know, not a cancel it, not a suspend it, but just, hey, give it to you for, you know, take a break for two weeks, let this all blow over, and then go back to playing. Because I don't know if this is realistic. This is the reason you don't put them in the bubble. Now they're doing the bubble stuff without it being in a bubble. What's the point? Now you run the risk of one guy infecting a ton of other players because he's lying about following the COVID-19 protocols. It, uh, this just doesn't seem like it's going to work. It, it, it easily might, but I don't know. I don't trust people in this sort of situation and the NBA is taking a big risk, but they've determined that the show must go on. So it's a game day for your New Orleans Pelicans. There's some injury news that you should be aware of. We'll get to that in a moment. But today's show is also brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. I eat one of these things every single day before I work out. Oftentimes, if I'm just not in the mood to eat a big lunch, I eat one of these because they're good for you. They taste good too. But seriously, if you look at the... Um, nutritional facts on these, these are going to be basically any other bar that you're going to see out there. 180 calories, that's it. And 19 grams of protein, that's a lot. Or 17 grams of protein, still a lot. And just 130 calories. Means all that cardio I did, not wasted. Plus these things taste good. They really are like a candy bar. They're soft. They're easy to chew. The consistency is not like anything you've ever tried in a protein bar before. They actually just sent me out of the goodness of their hearts, a promo box. I tried the mint brownie for the first time. I hadn't had that before yet. That might be my new favorite flavor. It's like mint chocolate chip ice cream. That's what it tastes like. And it's good for you. It's healthy for you. What an unbelievable option to have. And if you want to give these a try, go to builtbar.com, use promo code locked on, and you're going to get 20% off your next order. That's promo code locked on for 20% off at builtbar.com. Don't forget, I co-host the Wednesday edition of Locked On NBA, our daily show covering everything going on around the association. If you missed all the games the night before, just want to know a little bit more about what's going on, a great one-stop shop. No paywall or anything like that, just Hoopstock, Monday through Friday, covering everything about the NBA. Make sure you subscribe to Locked On NBA wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it's game day for your New Orleans Pelicans as they take on the Los Angeles Clippers in L.A. and then taking on the Lakers on Friday. There is some injury news for New Orleans. Lonzo Ball is out for this game. Eric Bledsoe is questionable, so you might be missing the starting backcourt for your New Orleans Pelicans, which you know what? This was probably a game you don't want to get involved in either. They're probably going to lose this game, let's be honest here. So you know what? Mix up the starting lineup a little bit. I don't kind of mind this. Let's just try something different in a game that there are no expectations for winning on. This is just kind of one of those things that maybe you should look at as an opportunity. New Orleans is going to have their hands full covering the shooters that the Clippers have. By the way, on the season, they are shooting 42.4% from three. They have multiple guys who can just bomb it from deep. Paul George shooting 51%. Luke Kennard, good move for them, bringing him in 46%. Patrick Beverly, 44%. Nick Batum has rediscovered that he can play NBA basketball, 44%. Kawhi Leonard, 43%. Lou Williams, 40%. Reggie Jackson, 39%. Marcus Morris, 39%. Serge Ibaka, they're like guys who starters. This is the worst shooter they're going to have on the court. He's shooting 34%. All of these guys are doing it 
on closer to three or more attempts per game. That's a lot of shooting. New Orleans has been giving up the three-point shot. You can't do it in this game if you want to have a chance at winning. It might simply just come down to that. New Orleans should be able to score inside. The Clippers' defense is definitely vulnerable if you get down low. And if Serge Ibaka gets in foul trouble, you should be able to see Brandon Ingram feasting at the rim and, more importantly, Zion feasting at the rim. And you can shoot a very efficient uh, game against them. They're going to limit your shot attempts because their defense is kind of swarming and they can force you into some turnovers. But if you get those good looks at the rim and you convert, you can at least stay in this game. But if they're bombing away from three, it becomes a math thing. Threes are worth more than twos. That could be a big problem. Paul George, 25 points per game this season. He has moments where he looks uh, like an all NBA guy and then moments where he just kind of, you want to laugh at him. Um, to be perfectly honest, Kawhi Leonard, 24.4 points per game. Serge Ibaka, 12.3. Nick Batum starting for them, 10 points per game. And then Lou Williams off the bench, 10 points per game. Plus that hound dog and Patrick Beverly, who just is super annoying and not really looking forward to watching him and what he could do to the New Orleans backcourt in this one. Um, this should be a tough night. Like, But I'd like to see Nikhil Alexander-Walker in there. Maybe you'll see Kyra Lewis Jr. in there. Cinderius Thornwell is probably going to get some run too, um, given some of the injuries that the team might have. We'll see if Steven Adams goes. This might be one that New Orleans just punts a little bit on and just plays some of the young guys to kind of see what they can do in a high-stakes environment-ish against good players, I guess is maybe the better way to look at it. I'm all for it. This is kind of one of those things where maybe we need to adjust our expectations, but we'll see how the team looks out out there i'm i'm really not expecting much in this one um but the team's rested no game against the uh mavericks uh the other day they get an extra practice in i don't know if that's going to do much though standing Gundy raved about what that practice was um and you're limiting some turnovers from the lineup so maybe they can be a little bit more efficient maybe that's a way that they stay in this game but you got you got you're it's gonna the only way you're gonna win is you play sound defense force them into tough three-pointers but they have shooters all around. That could be a big problem. All right, so that's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Pelicans. A lot going on around the league. Make sure you check out Locked On NBA for that. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Be back with you all tomorrow to break down the game.